Welcome to the West Wind Unitarian Universalist podcast. Join us in creating compassionate community. Uh, today's sermon is something I've been thinking about for a while, and it's PC culture. Nobody likes PC culture. 80%, 80% polled hate PC culture, but it, are 20% of the people pushing us? I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway, here we go. PC culture is an artifact of changing morality. As I touched on in my last sermon, morality has been changing in my opinion, for the better, for a long time. In fact, it's probably been evolving all the way from, Afri- from the African savannah to the Oklahoma prairie. The thing is a set of moral values. The thing is, a set of moral values will be surrounded and supported by habits of thinking, talking, and rulemaking. Those things don't evolve as quickly as morality itself. Habits are habitual. You don't think about them. They're just what you do in a specific situation. You will probably never notice them, and somebody else will have to point them out. Pointing them out by kicking someone in the shins is online PC culture, and sometimes IRL in real life. Having someone point out a moral failure by attacking you or humiliating you is not going to help as well as the attackers think. (laughs) In fact, a recent poll showed that 80% of Americans regard political correctness with blazing hatred. I bet all 80% either were themselves or witnessed someone else who was attacked and ridiculed for saying something they didn't know was wrong. I call this the the kick-in-the-shin style teaching. In real life, we already have gentle ways to help each other along, discarding bad habits of thinking and talking. And I forgot to mention the uh, entire sermon that Andy did on microaggressions. It was very helpful, you know, in noticing things that are basically unnoticeable. Most people want their behavior to align with their values, even when they don't always hit the mark. As an example, my father, who was a very nice man, who died in 2012 at the age of 88, had an expression that meant the rough equivalent of, it's a free country. I think I'm going to do that, he would say. Why not? I'm free white in 21. I probably first heard him say it in the 50s and 60s, or 60s. I repeated it. I thought it was funny. Keep in mind, I hardly ever saw a black person on a day-to-day basis. American apartheid was still heavily enforced. Also, keep in mind that I firmly believe that saying it in front of a black person would be horrendously rude, and I'd never do it. I knew it was offensive, and I knew why. Black people weren't free because they are not white. And the 21 thing is meaningless because not even their children are exempt. Now it would hurt me to say it, now it would hurt me to say it, even as a joke. There are plenty of good equivalents, and I'm pretty good with words. But the anti-PC tweets practically write themselves, are you, you are white, you PC fascist. You're not allowed to refer to your own race now, Nazi PC stormtrooper. (laughs) All caps, lots of exclamation points. And of course, there is the law that every internet conversation converges on Hitler. Yes, obviously I'm allowed to refer to myself as white, but I am a human first, and that joke drives a thin wedge between me and the rest of humanity. That was the joke's original purpose. It was a joking way to say, I'm not with them. It took me a few decades to figure out 
that that was the subtext of all racist and sexist jokes. And I knew my values were in conflict with the idea that humanity could and should be consigned to rigid subgroups that must be kept apart. I don't want to be separated from humanity, either by walls or elevation above them. I want to be with them. Another example of the phrase is, but another example is the phrase butt naked versus buck naked. I used to correct people that the expression was buck naked and that butt naked was incorrect. Then I found out that buck was a disparaging reference to a Native American man. Naked as a buck, buck naked. Fortunately, in the modern world, buck naked is gibberish, and people use butt naked because it makes sense. <laughs> if you're naked, your butt is showing, right? <laughs> and you know how much people love to be corrected grammatically, so. <laughs> when I found out that buck was a disparaging reference, uh, where am I? I now correct people the other way, and all the people I corrected wrongly in the past have a kind of revenge. <laughs> when Carrie Fisher died, Steve Martin tweeted, when I was a young man, Carrie Fisher, she was the most beautiful creature I had ever seen. She turned out to be witty and bright as well. I know, right? How offensive. He focused on her body and appearance and not her other massive achievements. This offensive statement rippled through the Twitterverse, and the tweet storm was reported in major news outlets so that everyone could share the outrage. Either way, they were, either they were outraged that he could say such an insensitive thing, or outraged that he felt forced to apologize and delete the tweet. Either way, a grieving old man was kicked around by the PC police. I'm a very stubborn optimist. I think most people do not wish to humiliate someone who is grieving but the behavior has not yet caught up with the values. I think even online, customs and habits will eventually change to reflect our values, and I think they already are sort of gradually changing. In person, this is already happening. If Martin had said the exact same words in person, someone might add to them and say, yes, and I remember her courage and her feminism. I imagine Steve Martin would smile and nod along. Yeah, he hadn't thought of that. Are you unlikely to punch an old man in public for something he didn't say, but on the internet? You are unlikely to punch an old man for so in public for something he didn't say. But on the internet, anybody can take a whack at him. And in this room, I can imagine that really violates some serious values. It's not new to say that people are meaner on the internet because there are no social consequences. It's true without question. Most people hesitate to embarrass other people in public. I have seen examples of PC policing in person, but in person, they aren't PC police as much as they're just jerks. Theodore Parker once said that the arc of the universe is long, but it bends toward justice. I think he's right, but it's not a smooth, constant process. The upward progress has fits and starts and spikes and valleys. This evolution over time means that all the little supportive cultural memes, habits, and assumptions need to change, and those lag behind. These things take a while. The sentence, these things take a while, is among humanity's least favorite phrases right after its terminal. There are, there are white supremacists who are proud to be split off from the rest of the human race. They understand the subtext of the hurtful microaggressions. But even among the people who hate PC culture the most, unless they are David Duke or similar, once they know the current polite phrase, they will use it at least in person because most people aren't jerks. They know how you're supposed to say, they know now that you're supposed to say developmental disability instead of retard. They will do it. 
In real life, if someone walks up and extends a hand and says, hi, my name is Sally, that is what you will call them because calling them something else would be freaking rude. Your private opinion about gender fluidity is something to confide to your diary if you're not too embarrassed to do that. And the reason you might be embarrassed is because it's not nice. Your values are in conflict. Once upon a time, domestic servants only got half a day off per week. Two days off was considered excessive because that would allow servants to engage in leisure activities and those are reserved for their betters. Going for a stroll in the park was above your station. I think even the Koch brothers have evolved beyond that, most likely. Morality has changed a lot. It's always changing and that is fortunate. Also fortunately, it usually changes for the better. And although demographically we are changing, as individuals we change at different rates. And lagging behind all of us are the cultural means, ideas, and habits that maintain moral consensus. And where am I? Obviously, if some white supremacist says something offensive in public, they kind of deserve a dog pile. But it's a good thing that not everybody gets what they deserve, and it doesn't need to be you that dispenses justice. We all know David Duke and Richard Spencer are Nazis, but Steve Martin, no, of course not. Kicking him in the shin serves no purpose. That's not how you would train a dog, let alone a person. Everybody hates PC culture. We also hate being thoughtlessly hurtful. And when we are on the receiving end, we also hate the kick in the shin style of moral correction. Learning to be better moral teachers may be where our attention to values and their expression needs to go next. I'd like to close with this quote from Richard Dawkins, who has been beaten up and dogpiled by the PC culture, by the way. Religious or not, we have all changed massively in our attitude to what is right and what is wrong. What is the nature of this change and what drives it? In any society, there exists a somewhat mysterious consensus which changes over the decades. Servants can have more than a half day off now. And for which it is not pretentious to use the German loan word zeitgeist, spirit of the times. It has shifted in all of us, and the shift has no connection with religion. The shift is, a recognizably consist, has, is in a recognizably consistent direction, which most of us would judge as an improvement. Thank you. Thanks for listening. To learn more about Unitarian Universalism and to connect with us, please visit www.westwinduuc.org or find us on Facebook at Westwind Unitarian Universalist Congregation. Mm -hmm.